Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. The difference between a dream and a goal is a timeline. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Make Money Behave podcast. I am Maria Casillas, your hostess, and today I'm actually coming at you quoting a little bit of Dr. Phil, uh, which is odd because I'm not a huge Dr. Phil fan, <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know, I don't know why, I, you know, I do, I do know why. I can trace it all the way back to about 13, 15 years ago when I lived with my brother and he would watch, the, he would like TiVo the Dr. Phil show and just watch it over and over and I just... I don't know. I don't know if it's because I have a psychology degree or I I honestly don't know why, but at the time it just started to feel a little bit like the next Jerry Springer show. And I just, I wasn't a huge fan. So I haven't watched it in that many years. So, you know, he probably, he could have changed dramatically and I wouldn't know. So I'm not exactly giving him the benefit of the doubt. And that is my bad, but I do listen to podcasts. So I haven't watched any shows about his, but I, I do listen to podcasts. And one of the ones that I really do like to um, tune into is the Oprah uh, Super Soul Conversations is what it's called. If you haven't tuned into that ever, I encourage you to do so. It's just, you know, it's got some great things here and there. And, you know, if you ever just walk in the treadmill and you're done with your Make Money Behave podcast and you're looking for something else inspirational and um, and that's got a good punch to it, feel free to jump onto that one. Anyway, one of the things I had heard recently was an interview with Dr. Phil. I think he has a new book out. I don't remember what it was called, but there are lots of really great things in there, and it certainly did not feel quite as Jerry Springerish to me. And so I'm like, you know, I I have an open mind. Just so you know, just because I don't like someone doesn't mean that they don't have something good to share. And so I'm all about giving Dr. Phil the next uh, the credit for all this. So one of the things that he said on there was the difference between a dream and a goal is a timeline. And I, I do believe that. I think that if we, especially right now, we're, we're well into the second week of the new year and with the whole resolutions and all that stuff going on, I'm sure that a lot of people have put out a lot of what they call goals and many of them have probably been dreams. Um, you know, I just, I want to lose weight or I want to be healthier or I want to save money. All of those things are great aspirations, but they don't have a timeline and so they're they're not really goals they're just dreams or aspirations so let's say that you do have a timeline set up maybe you did set an actual goal at the beginning of the year or more realistically at the beginning of last month or you know a few months ago because if we're if we're being honest December 31st is not the best time to set a goal. <laughs> so it's it's definitely a fun time to have a reset button or to be very reflective over the last year, but it's not a great time to say I'm going to I'm going to change my life right now. So hopefully if you are working on some goals, it's goals that you've been working on for the last few months. Um but let's just say you did set a, a goal, one or two new goals towards the beginning of this year and you set a timeline. My the coach in me wants to say is that a realistic timeline? Make sure that whatever goal you set, whatever the parameters are that you put around that, they are realistic. 
um, oftentimes I like to scale back whatever that timeline is. So if you've got a goal that you want to do something by the end of 2020, what I would do is actually step back a little bit and say, okay, in order for that to happen by the end of 2020, where do you have to be by the end of quarter three, by the end of quarter two, the end of quarter one? And then I would just focus on what is it that you need to do excuse me, for that quarter, that would be the, that would be the long-term goal I would work on is that quarter. And I know that's not really long-term, but that's the, that's as much as we need to bite off, especially if we're talking about money because money, oh, it like, there are just so many, so many strands that are there that we're kind of trying to pull together. And if you try to go too far out, there's just too many unknowns in life that you're, there's, there's no way you can know enough that's going to happen six months or 12 months from now. That's why when I work with people, I say, you know what? I think that we really need to try to work together for three to six months at a time. I don't require it, but I suggest it. And it's not a money grab. It's not like me trying to ensure that somebody's going to stay on board for three months or six months. It's because I know human behavior and I know the change cycle. And I know that once we start something, we're feeling really damn good about it at the beginning. And it's only a couple of months before, uh uh-oh, you know, real life starts to come in. All of those unknowns start happening and we start to unravel a little bit because all of those strings that we we had going on, all those little strands, we started braiding them, which is good, but then something happened and it starts to unravel. And so that's why I always prepare clients for a commitment, if you will, at least in their minds of a three to six month period of time. And it might just be that we're connecting, you know, really strongly in the first three months and then just agree to maintain connection over the next three uh, rather than just cutting ties. Because again, I just, I know how that change process works. So what got me onto that? Oh, yeah, that's that's what it was. That that's one of the reasons I break the big goals down into a 3-month period of time and call the 3 months the long term. Cuz then once we have the 3-month timeline of what what do you want to accomplish in that 3 months, then we can break that down into what do we need to do in month 3, month 2, month 1, and what are some of the daily habits that we can start to do a little bit of in order to actually reach that goal by the end of the 3 months. So, it's it's really like a I don't know, it's just like breaking down the process from like know know what you have the end have the end in mind is what I'm trying to say. Have that end in mind and then we kind of backstep our way into what should the little short-term goals be and all the way down to that small habit each each week. So I took Dr. Phil's thing a little bit further than where he went, um, but he probably does very similar things when he actually digs into uh, people's goal setting. One thing that helps me to actually achieve the goals that I have set for myself is to have solid systems in place. I mentioned either yesterday or the day before about how I kind of hit a reset button every at the end of every year with regards to our, our budgeting system or like I like to call it our monthly momentum strategy. And that momentum strategy is something that is so important the system that needs to be in place, I want it to be something that is usable. And so I ask you, what system do you have in place? Do you actually have some sort of semblance of a routine or a system in place that's intentional that allows you to actually follow through on the small things that you want to do in order to reach the goals that you have? If not, why not? 
Is it because you're not quite sure where to start? Is it because you've tried something in the past and it hasn't worked so you just assume that you know being intentional with your money just isn't possible for you? Whatever that is, I implore you to try again because if you can get that system in place, then, then you're going to get somewhere because you're going to start to see some traction not just from the system itself, but it will give you some feedback. If you if something goes wrong in your system, that's going to like kind of be like a cog in the wheel and it's going to stop things and you're going to go, oh, oh, you know, what what's going on here? And it just gives you, uh, like I said, some feedback. So if you are trying to tweak your goals a little bit along the way, then having that feedback given to you is going to be important. If you need help setting up that system, let me know. You can always email me, maria at cashinonchange.com, or you may already have a system in place. And maybe you just need a little bit of help interpreting the feedback that's coming at you from that system. Maybe there's a cog in your wheels and you're like, whoa, whoa, I'm getting the feedback, but I'm not quite sure how to interpret it. Feel free to let me know. I'd be happy to help you interpret that as well. And then the final scenario that I can think of at this moment is maybe you already have your system in place. Maybe you already know how to interpret that feedback, but doggone it, you just need someone to hold your hand and keep you accountable to make the changes that you know you need to make. Because that happens too. That happens with me a lot. I know what the problem is. I know what I need to do to make a change. But I need that hand holding and that accountability. So if that's something that you need and you think we would be a good fit, let's give it a try and see about working together. You guys, I really appreciate you listening today. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. I don't know that I'll be back on before the end of the week, but uh, if I'm not, have a great weekend and we'll be in touch. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.